Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 17. Thank you, next. My name is Marty. I'm here with Jen. Hey, guys. Let's get started with Big Ed and Liz. Um, not even five minutes in the episode, and I kind of already am hating Ed. Yeah, like, of course. He's just obnoxious. and. I mean, as usual. You know, and putting this unfair pressure on Liz about her working and all that shit and... But he does reach out to his mom. Yeah, get, we like, see Norma again. They get lunch together, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually like Ed's mom, except that she did a terrible job with Ed. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. I'm a big fan of Norma, but uh, right. Ed, eh, And, know. you know, I, I feel like Ed puts a lot of blame on his mom, mm-hmm. you know, regarding the relationship kind of falling through and say, oh, she hated, she pushed Liz away and da 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 it really sounds more like it was Ed pushing his mom away. Yeah, and I think that that's a theme that Ed does with everyone is yeah. it makes every the problem everyone else's problem, which is typical right. narcissism sure. of just like, oh, well, my mom aren't talking because she's mad at me over Liz. It's like, is that it? Or are you just being kind of shitty to your mom? Because like, I, I, I don't know. From that interaction, their interaction at lunch, I just didn't get the impression that normal would cut Ed off for like yeah. anything. Yeah, cause, yeah, she's she seemed I mean again this is all we know from what they show on TV, but she seems like a sweet older lady and Right. that and like she was getting emotional of you know you can always call me and like that like kind of portraying a uh, something that I don't think we were led to believe from Ed kind yeah. of dynamic and Yeah. but it, and I did think it was funny that he was like so you want to see Liz and she's like uh, no, I'm not ready for that. Not no. really. And you know it really isn't fair in a way because it's like Ed, I'm sure, painted a terrible picture of Liz every time they broke up. Well, I have no doubt. And yeah. and which some there's probably some truth to what he's shared with her, but probably a lot he's of exaggeration. Probably left too. out a lot too. And there's know? also a lot that like, I don't think you have to tell anybody every detail about your relationship. You no, know what no, I mean? No, like, no. I don't. I I think that that is In fact, only you probably shouldn't. Yeah, you know? because of, I think it's normal that like, couples fight. You know, maybe they break up sometimes for like a day or whatever, whatever the dynamic. But like. If you share every fight, everything, if you just are constantly inventing negative things about your partner, never throwing in, like, the good things. Never talking about the good. Then you only know, well, they only do bad things. That's all I hear about. So you can't be shocked when they're like, that that person must be an asshole. They must be a piece of shit. Yep. So I have no doubt that that's exactly what happened. Yeah, because Liz may be an asshole. I don't know. But I don't get the vibe yeah. that she's as big of an asshole as what Ed has I mean, made I her think mom she's, believe. I think she's flawed, but I don't think she's like an outward like asshole. You, yeah, you I think she's I mean? got a lot of insecurities that sure. that deal that come from her like lack of self esteem. Sure, but I don't I don't know how much. Of, I think that maybe she's an asshole in regard that Ed acts like an asshole, and then Liz right. kind of bosses up back and kind of goes to his level and when ed starts it it's just my theory that's my theory maybe yeah maybe i mean i'm i'm i'm, I'm team liz if it comes down to liz versus ed but yeah yeah definitely. you know that's not a high bar, high bar the set you know yeah uh his mom also calls him pony which i thought was weird yeah i was more yeah. of an ass than a pony right but, maybe maybe know. that's why she calls him pony because she can't call him just a fancy ass, ass. You know? or even yeah. donkey outright just pony. right stay gold pony boy she start calling him Pony Boy. So, again, she's she's Liz. You know, after the fact, talks about how she's nervous about working on a relationship with the mom because Norma doesn't like her. And again, this is more Ed putting unnecessary and unfair stress on the situation. Yeah. Because if he wasn't shitting on her, 
Yep. To all his family, you know, Liz wouldn't feel this way. Yeah, exactly. So right? he he alienated her. He he did it. So. Right. You know, but at the same time too, also with Liz, it was like um, I feel like you know, instead of kind of being done with Norma, like maybe try to try to step up your game a little and, and try yeah. to show Norma you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. And I don't know. It seems like she was ready to just write Norma off completely. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, well, if you guys are eventually going to get married, that's not a good. Right. And but I I can definitely see because it's like Liz is like trying to build a relationship in theory with Norma now from like not just like from like the ground up, but like from in a, a deficit. hole. Yeah. yeah like like exactly. she's in a huge hole in the ground that Ag dug yeah. and put her in. And she's so got a negative balance. And so yeah, like I I understand sure. Liz. I mean. She shouldn't, and I'm, sh- and well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But she probably won't, and she shouldn't like just have this mentality of "I'm done with Norma, never, never gonna right. let him try." I'm sure that'll that'll wear down, um, in time. But it's also I also understand it because it's like if mm. I'm her, I'm thinking I tried, man, all these times, and all you did was trash talking to your mom. And she might have like a social. She might. Ha- I wouldn't be surprised if she had like social anxiety, and she's just like, I can't be that bubbly person. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would, I, you know, I get that too. Yeah. Liz's fucking deal with this whole partnership, partnership, <laughs> partnership. That's uh, her relationship. That sounds fucking awesome. Like she's yeah. getting ten percent equity in the business, and she's not putting anything down, mm-hmm. and she's just is completely taking over like the front of the house. Yeah, and and helping with like expansion and shit, and like yeah, that that's a lord. Huge... That's a that's a badass deal. Yeah, she would be a huge an opportunity idiot for her. not to take that. Yeah. And then, of course, you got old Eddie boy over there that's like, he's Great. the fucking worst, man. Because yeah, it's so clear yeah. with his body language, his face, he and doesn't... then ultimately his words of, of exactly how he feels about it. Right. And he doesn't want her to do it for his own selfish needs. Of, exactly. He just wants her to be available for him more. That's exactly it. And he doesn't, he won't trust her being away from him too yeah. often around yeah. all these young, young people it's out here. It's just an objectification, you know? Yeah. You are my toy and I want... Yeah, to you to be available. It's like I literally and I want you to be don't. Available. I literally do not want you to succeed or advance your career yeah, I, or I could, make more I money. I give a shit about any of that. Exactly. It's like it's I like, do not want you to do that because I want you more to be available to me. And like his reaction to that, you ever see that the the video of the kid who opens up a present and is an avocado and he's like an avocado. Thanks. And he just kind of puts it to the side. To the no, side. I've never seen that. Ed had the exact same reaction. Yeah, that's. He, great yeah he's like oh good for you i'm happy for you really? but like heavy with the butt in the air yeah and just like, i mean Dude. there's nothing on his face that looked like excited or happy in any yeah. way and then he said the right things i think of just like oh you know like you should do it and blah, support blah, blah. you and da, da, da. but it's like, but again with a heavy cloak of like if I'm Liz, I'm like, dude, I don't fucking believe you. Yeah, I How know. long till this is a problem? One week of this? Right. And I'm happy that Liz did it without talking to him first. Yeah. It's and like, then, of no, course, he was mad that. about that. But of it's course. Like, it's like, no, because you are going to try like, to persuade her or guilt her out exactly. of doing it. Exactly. And it's like, that's it, a goddamn good deal, man. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you know, sometimes it's better to ask for, it's one of those situations where it's, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Right. Like, in you a know? way, I understand Ed being like, you know, you should, you know, you should have talked to me about it, you know, before you did it. But, yeah. But it, it's if also. If he was normally supportive on everything yeah. else, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I can right. see my space. If it was actually treated like a partnership, right. then, right. or like in the relationship, then yeah, you could do that. But like, knowing that Ed is going to try to talk her out of it because of selfish reasons, she, she should have decided on her own with independent from his bullshit. Be- and especially when, then you know we we learn this more for a fact 
then especially when you got some guy like Ed that like proposed to you, won't marry you, isn't ready to marry you, doesn't know when. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I don't know if I'm even having a relationship with you in six months, but six months well, from now, yeah. I could be the owner of an entire business. You know, right. it, it, like forget you. Like I'm not putting a pin in that to and it's like, wait on you. Before before I lose this thought, Ed looks like a sixty year old toddler sometimes. Yeah. But um but no, you're right. It's like, dude, you want to be engaged, you want that engaged status, but you don't want like a set of date. You're not sure if we should get married. It's like, yeah. well, why are you engaged? And you want sure her to should. run every decision by you, you want her to get permission, you want to do what's best what what you want her to do. Right. But it's like you can't you're not giving her anything that lets her know this is actually like the like the long game, you know? And right. I'm not gonna pass on an opportunity like that. Like putting myself in Liz's shoes and being afraid, well, Ed's going to be mad at me. Maybe he'll break up with me over this or it's going to be yeah. like, like, but this guy won't marry me. So exactly. whatever, it, you know, and it doesn't help that when she's kind of like, you know, Hey, so what, what is, what's the plan? And he's like, well, I'm not ready. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, I know. But, but like, what's our, what's our long term, long term goal? Like what's, yeah. what's the down the road look like? It's like, I won't be pressured to getting married. It's like, well, dude, she's not even really saying that. Dude, yeah. she just wants to know what's, where are they headed. What's the plan? What's yeah. what's the long term? Because yep. she's just got an amazing opportunity, and, and she wants to plan accordingly. Yeah. So that's not an unreasonable thing for her to yeah to ask. And it's you know? and it is also additionally annoying because it's like, why did you propose to her and you're not ready to get married and have two two engagement parties, one out of state. If right. you're not ready to get married to her. Well, that's just that people typically get engaged when they're ready to get married. Yeah. If they're not ready to get married, they're not engaged. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, like it's just a weird, I don't know, it's stupid. Weird, stupid dynamic, yeah. How about Kim and Uzman? Um, so, Kimberly, uh, it's so funny when she's like, well, you know, Jamal just sees a bunch of red flags. And like, almost like dismissive about him. It's like, yeah. It's like, so does the rest of the fucking uh, world. Everybody. You're, you're the only one who doesn't, mm-hmm. right? She's got them rose-colored glasses on. All the red flags just look like flags. Bojack Horseman. But <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> when you have rose-colored glasses, the red, the red flags look like red flags. Okay, so anyway. Um, thank God the ultimate decision, the right decision was made, I think. <clears throat> them kind of falling apart. Yeah. Or so, so, so we see, so right? So we see, yeah. Because, I mean... They're <laughs> talking about adopting a kid. And, and then Usman's like, no, 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 I'm adopting, not you. It's like, motherfucker, she's got to bring your ass and that fucking poor kid if she's bringing, to America. If so she's bringing you both, you both over, she's responsible for both of you, Yeah, so dude. yes, we are adopting, you turd. Uh, you know, and when you're married, it's both of your kid. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's stupid. Yep. I like that Muhammad's wife was never like on board with any of this. She's just like, "Fuck this lady." Like, yep, yep. She's just not into it, right? Um, and the passive aggressive, like tense feeling with Jamal and Uzman. Yeah, and, you know, it was hard. It was hard for me to watch Jamal on this final episode here after seeing him on. Uh, for those of us that have been watching the Single Life, yeah, yeah the tell all because. You know, and everybody was defending him on Twitter because, oh, he's a young man just doing his thing. It's like, yeah, and that's cool, but he's still doing his thing or not. He still comes off like a fuckboy. I mean, you know, like, I mean, yeah, he didn't he's, come doing off great. Fu- he's doing fuckboy shit. He's and, doing fuckboy things, And, yeah. like, good for him for being honest and upfront with well, yeah, I mean, Veronica about that. But it's still, like, you're coming off like a fuckboy. If you're a fuckboy, be a fuckboy. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, yeah. But then also, 
you know, I, I feel like it's slightly hypocritical because he, he kind of shat on Usman for being yeah. a bit of a fuck boy. Yep. Yeah. He, that's so the thing. Like, He's lecturing um his mom and Usman for, you know, Usman has to be better, like treat you better as a man, blah, blah, right. blah. But like you're out here being a playboy. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, like inc- inclusivity is, is totally fine unless you're dating my mom. But yeah. Then you got to be exclusive. Yep. Exactly. Like, r- really, dude? Like exactly. what? You know, somebody fucking Veronica's a mom, somebody's yep. mom. So, yep. you know. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. But yeah, so I'm just like, him giving these like heartfelt, like sincere lectures and, and whatever. You know, I'm just like, he, he's not on. wrong. But then you also kind of have to say, well, well, wait a minute, dude. Yeah, you like know. you're, you know, you're not a star yourself. You not know, exactly. So. But I liked when uh, Kimbali asked uh, Usman or asked uh, Jamal like what he thought of Usman, and Jamal's just like, well, he's not a terrible guy. Right, like he's not the worst man in the world. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, okay. Um. And then, and then I think Usman did the same thing. Like he was just kind of like, "Yeah, he's not awful," you know. It's like, mm-hmm. or no, what it, uh, he said. Uh, well, he can be a good guy. It's like, well, what the fuck does that yeah, mean? Yeah, what what does that mean? Just give me my PS Five and we get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. You know, seriously. But Jamal does think they're moving too fast, and she should uh, stop chasing <laughs> waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and lakes that she's used to. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, they end up just kind of breaking up. Yeah, which yeah, and, it was it was it kind of like I don't know annoyed like it was like a yay finally, but like you know like you however long she was there, it's like the whole trip you spent there weeks I'm assuming and like yeah in this relationship talking about adopting a kid like how she said she's like a woman and we're adopting a kid and next minute we're broken up and and just like really on your final day like that's yeah, you break up and they're like what like just what a waste of one a trip and, and like it was on really came off bad i mean yeah. he, was, he nagged her about her weight and yeah not which, cleaning up after him which basically. where the hell is tlc when this stuff is happening where where's the footage of this stuff uh, yeah right exactly you know? like this is the shit you know you gotta catch and but but yeah like you know? i would not appreciate you attack everything i'm doing for you right and you're talking about my stomach you're talking about my weight you're talking about this that and the other and, and, and it's he like, was really coming off as as almost like emotionally abusive yeah because he was saying to her like oh you'll you'll never find somebody that'll be who'll love you like i love you and nobody else will be willing to sacrifice what i sacrifice for you right and it's like this is i thought you loved this woman like, yeah why, why, why are you like make her feel shitty like that and then everything you know? coupled that he's done before like the comments about um uh, what oh, about like oh I, I got beautiful women in my DMs that want me like calling right. her basically not beautiful it's like like do you really slowly attacking her that's like exactly how he's you know, saying yeah. it you know and it's like you know I'm not making any sacrifices <sighs> by being married to my wife like I, I'm married to her because you know we love each other want to build life together and everything mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm not thinking about all the women like I could be fucking right yeah. now and you don't understand how hard it is for me to not fuck these other women right it's a sacrifice like if that's like, a well, sacrifice to you then, then you, you shouldn't be married ready. yeah you aren't ready yep. you haven't found the right one like God forbid my my boy, my significant other ever turned to me and said says something like that like oh there's all kind of women in my DMs, yeah, you know, well, go beautiful them, women that want to bang me, and I'm I'm saying no for you. Like, uh, uh excuse okay. me, okay. motherfucker, go ahead, no, go ahead, <laughs> yep, go ahead. You're free to go. If that is so hard for you, if that's a sacrifice, yeah. bye. Go have fun. I thought it. it was weird that Usman was walking around with a nice pair of shoes in his hands, and I don't know, it was maybe, weird. Maybe he was hoping for another opportunity to ask her to put lotion on his feet, M- and maybe? it never it never came up organically. Though. Like he wasn't wearing them. I assume he was wearing another pair of shoes. It was just I don't know. It just caught me as odd. You just don't see people doing that a lot. And if I and I would have lost my shit too if I'm trying to have a serious conversation with you and you answer your fucking phone. 
I would have lost it. That's just uh, like you're just not important at yeah, all. Yeah, not at all. Like this is just bullshit. Yeah. Or like that guy that what was it the, the UK one when he answered his phone in the middle of his wedding. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh what was it like Hassam uh, or something? Yeah yeah. That I was mean a mess. that that's probably worse, but this is not much better. <laughs> no no yeah definitely you know pro tip don't answer your phone during your wedding while Put you're it standing on there. Or and turn then it off. second just... pro tip don't answer your phone when you're in the middle of a serious conversation with your someone you're supposed unless to unless you're specifically trying to communicate I don't care about you yeah you, unless you know? that's your message I don't if recommend that's your message and yeah. How about Elizabeth and Andre? You know, this fucking family therapy thing, I think, was built up and was... I knew it was going to be a letdown and stupid anyway, but I was like, dude, this, yeah. is, this is stupid. This isn't Wasn't even... That, this isn't know. even as wild as I thought it was going to be. It it was just... I just love that they, they gave us a recap of Andre and Charlie's fight, and Andre took him to the ground so quickly. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, like, Charlie, dude, just... Why don't you back off? And, just pump yeah. the brakes a little there, tough guy. And again, like this is something that And he that was still d- trying to be the tough guy. Like, I'll beat you up. It's like, dude, yeah, you didn't like, the first time. Yep, exactly. Stop. Like, do you want us to replay it for you? We can, we yeah, can bring seriously. up the footage. And that too, like, hey, what, what's his wife's name? Megan? Pam- Pamela. Oh, uh, the Charlie's wife? Yeah, and yeah. she's all like, oh, you know, Andre started it, and Charlie was just making a joke about call the police. Like, no, motherfucker, you came Actually, in there. Actually, Charlie charged Andre. He did. And that's and Andre why, took him to the ground. That's why that kills me, because, like, he started it with his quote-unquote joke when he walked in. It was not a joke. And right. like, and this is all on film. Everybody has seen this. Everyone has seen this. Like, even so, Charlie started this. If you're still being Megan, Megan's a dumb bitch because she's still over there she is. being like, "Oh, he didn't start it." Like, do you? Do you? He what charged clip him. are you watching? Yeah. yeah, seriously. Have you watched the clip? Well, like, hopefully you know? that this tell all they won't be shit and actually show them the clip again. But well, look at that. Looky here, Charlie does charge him. Yeah, like I want them to play that and like like football. Whatever play halftime, by play, yeah. play by play. I want you to pause it, play it, circle little yellow shit on there, exactly, and break this down for Megan. Sean poor soul sucks, can't. so she'll probably won't bring it up. Yeah, probably won't even come up at all. No, probably not. Uh, Chuck really <laughs> pissed off Pamela by because he was referring to her as his ex. Yeah. Like, while she was sitting there, that was so rude. She didn't like that. <laughs> like she's not. I wouldn't even. If you're married, if you were married to somebody and with children with them, I don't know that I would like. I think you should probably always refer to them as your ex-wife, not just like your ex, like, oh, my ex, like your ex, what, your well, ex-girlfriend for like a week or like, or, you know, yeah, and like, don't, what the fuck, Don't dude. talk about them like they're not there. Like, that's another example of how the whole family is fucked because even yeah. Chuck is like, oh, yeah, you know, my ex, like, you mean, hello, your ex-wife, Pamela, me, me right me, here in the room? Yeah. Like, just fuck, come on, Chuck. So, you know, obviously, Charlie just immediately attacks Andre and starts blaming everything on Andre and then Chuck interjected and said well actually you know what you were cut off because you were disrespectful to me yep. texting him fucking drunk texting his dad you're a woman and all yeah. kind of others like what the hell's so wrong like, with you wait we didn't hear about this before yep. you're blaming you're blaming Andre but it sounds like you're being kind of a piece of shit to your own dad yeah so I mean you can blame Andre all you want pal but yeah. uh, I don't know so, and I believe Andre when he says that Libby's family is completely fucked up for a long time, and that maybe Andre Andre's a piece of shit for exposing, for bringing it yeah. up and exposing it and saying, "Hey, wait, this isn't right." Mm-hmm. And then he's also he's just a convenient scapegoat. Yeah, he, you yeah. know. 
Yeah, I think he's somebody that, you know, was fresh to the family, obviously, and came over here and then saw and, you know, the he dynamic. Doesn't, he from... doesn't have a very delicate way. Yeah. You know, and as, as an outsider, he saw the the dysfunction in this fucking family and then told Libby, like, th- like this stuff is not okay. Like, it's like when, you know, someone is, like, being abused and they don't realize it. Then you point out, like, hey, man, that's abuse. Like, and you're like, yeah, that's oh, not, shit, is that that's abuse? That's not right. Yeah. And, and that's, like, I think what happened with Andre and typical with abusers, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack that person. Yeah, the person exposing you know, exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. yep. And Andre's not very good at speaking when he has the ball. No, he's not. He's not good at that. He's no. not good at passing the ball, and he's not good at, at keeping quiet while other people have the ball. Yep. Which I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then he tells them about how he thinks that the fam- someone in the family reported him to immigration, and they're all offended and, and like, uptight about it and shit. And it's like, weren't you just joking about that, like, a week ago? Yeah, pretty much every time they talk about Andre, they, they talk about a joke about him getting deported. Doing something and, to get him in trouble. And then even Megan specifically was like, oh, I don't even care. I'll call on him. I'll call on him. Yeah, that's like, exactly, yeah. So it's like, now you're act- you're clenching your pearls now. Yeah, now it's you're like, acting well, brand new. Minute. Yeah, like, what do you mean? We would never do that. Like, uh, yes, uh, you would. Wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't you yeah? just, like, know. again, TLC, can we play this clip for this dumb bitch Megan over here? Can yeah, we let her see what she seriously. said? Seriously. Ugh. She's pretty awful. Go sell your feet pics, dummy. Yeah. Jovian Yara. So, Jovi's a bitch. He relents and says, I'm yeah. not, you know, stay, go ahead and stay here, babe. Yeah. Because, you know what? He thinks, he, somehow he's convinced himself that this will make them closer by giving her what she wants in this instance. But it's, actually, I think it's going to have the opposite effect because she, she, she got away with this, and it's like, well, what else can I get away with? You know what I mean? Yeah. She may not consciously think that way, but it's going to be there. But at the same time, I can I can see where Yara's coming from of, like, she, you know, provided she actually comes back when Jovi comes back from work, which she would not answer him on, of course. She didn't give a definite uh, she was answer like, well, about that. I don't that. know. I don't know, Jovi. I don't know. Oh, Jovi. Like, all right, motherfucker. And so, I mean, if she were to come back. When Jovi gets back from work slash at all, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, like I could see, okay, he's going right to work. You know, why not? She stays another couple weeks with her family, friends, save fucking Ukraine by having spa days. Yeah, um, yeah, and whatever the hell else but you know is what? her idea. She's gonna but... have her mom and her friend in her ear. Yeah, that's with the thing. no intervention, no Jovi. Yeah, intervention. nobody to balance it out. Yep, exactly. And like so, but otherwise, you know, if that didn't happen, if that wasn't gonna happen, things like that, then like. It might have been the better idea to give her her way, so she doesn't feel so controlled and like trapped, boxed in. You know what I mean? Right. But then it's but then there's all those other factors of you, like, you know, your mom do this and your every time I go to work. Right. Like your yeah. mom and her friends are going to be in your in your ear. Are you going right. to buy an apartment behind his back? Are you going to come back when he gets back from work? You won't tell him yes or no. Right. And that's really shitty. That's really that shitty. is shitty. And, like, you know, that's the compromise there of, like, okay, I see that he's conceding and he's letting me stay here longer. He's agreeing to that. Okay, I can at least give him a date so he can relax and feel right. okay. But she's like, no, I don't know, Jovi. I don't know, Jovi. I have so much work to do here. And he's like, that's the thing. She's portraying herself as Mother Teresa when mm-hmm. the reality is she was bored. Yeah. She was just bored. Yep. That's it. It's like, oh, join a book of the month club, bitch. Like, that's what bored people do, you know? <laughs> right. So, I don't know. But to... Act like there's these like really altruistic motives and meaning. Yeah, you know, like cut the crap. The fuck out of here! Yep. You're bored. Yep. You know, get a steam deck. They're wonderful. <clears throat> All right, how about Angela Michael? Well, this was a uh, ended with a bombshell. A little bit of a bombshell, but you tell you what, 
what Michael did was just the exact same thing that Angela did. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> as far true. As far as I'm concerned, it's just the exact same thing Angela did. And yeah. Angela said Texas instead of texts. Yeah, Texas. Like Not Texas. Texas. Like you went to Texas? Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't understand. So he's cheating on me. And it's like, well, he was definitely doing some like emotional cheating type shit and everything yeah. behind your back and everything. But you did the exact same fucking thing but to, see, to now, Jose over there in, in Canada. See, no, I disagree with that because, so Angela is a real piece of work, as we know. And she was flirting with this other dude. She was going to go see him. We don't know. And then, too, like, Well, she was saying she was going to fuck him. Did she? They were already saying, making, like, comments about fucking each other. I don't remember that. Yeah, in the early in the early parts, like oh, I'm gonna come up there and we gotta come up there and it's like it wasn't straight out like hey I'm gonna fuck you, but it was like this implied like yeah something's gonna happen when I get up there. Yeah. Okay. So maybe so, like, so maybe there was that, but like maybe Billy's telling the truth and isn't into her like that. Maybe like I don't know, but I, I, Billy I guess just, it's and we his don't face and, on camera. And but. Angela's not gonna give us her voice messages and text messages she sent between her no, and Billy, so we're not that. gonna get that. But no. from what we do know on the surface here. It's like at least Angela admitted to Michael and told him about it, and then but Michael but she didn't. did it in such a public way that it's just impossible for her to not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that option was taken off the table. She didn't even have the option to do that because it was done in a public manner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I guess, and but I don't know. I think it's a little bit shitty that Michael was so offended by it, but his ass knew he was doing it. Like, argue. Well, I mean, no, from, it's shitty. From what we know, or like what we have as evidence, like Michael did it a little bit worse. Like he wasn't. He it's some woman. Where is she from? We don't know. Is she like know. around the corner? Is she? You know what? Who is she? And um, we we don't have a lot of information, but just yeah, like I don't know. And maybe well, we'll learn more in Nutella, but maybe not because yeah. Nutella is usually bullshit. But yeah, and I, I Angela never really lets anybody speak there, so I don't, no. I don't know. But but I mean, at this point, I'm all I can, all I see is just it's the same shit. It's yeah. just Now it's Michael. Yeah. And now it's the end of the world because Michael is doing it. Yeah. And then that's where like I don't I don't know how I'm interested to see. Cause she's like I always said I'd break up with them if he cheated on me, but now I don't know. And maybe it's a tit for tat. Well, I did it. You did it. Let's call truce. But. It is shitty that, you know, Angela came clean. She came to Nigeria. They worked out a lot of their relationship problems, it seemed. And then meanwhile, he's talking to and messaging this woman at the same yeah. time. Like, that's kind of shitty. Like, if you were know. if you were doing it because Angela's making you feel some type of way or whatever, you know, like her same reasons for talking to Billy, then when you guys were together and working on things, like, you probably should have cut that one off, you know, and right. it just, just stop. We cut the shit off with Angela. Just, yeah, just, that like, too. You Either know, one. Yeah. The guy is kind of a prison in his own home. Yeah. But, not even, they're not even living together. Yeah. And and it is hard, but it is hard to feel sorry for really either of them. Michael for, Michael for staying with her in general. And then, but like, Cause I, I don't, you know. I don't trust his motives for staying with her. Yeah. And know? then, and then Angela, like, I mean, it, it just like, you can't, you know, you were, you were talking to Billy, you were doing whatever you wanted to do. And now you're upset at my, it's like. All right. If you were more of an angel, it'd be easier to be. Feel oh, bad I'd for be one hundred percent like fuck Michael you know? for doing that. But now I'm just like I don't know. It yeah. Doesn't seem that you know. And then it's like if two people are being equally shitty to each other in almost the same ways, like should you really even continue this? Like, I mean, come on. I would imagine no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right I don't so know. well, I'm cheating on you, and you're cheating on me. Do we really want to be together? Like, I probably like, not. You can't, you know? I can't even trust you to have social media. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, can you blame someone for kind of... I can't trust you to kinda, work or any of that. Can you blame a person for kind of going nuts and yeah. maybe seeking someone else for, you know, under all that fucking, you know, watchful eye of Big Brother Angela? You yeah. know, I don't know. 
But then at the end of the day, I mean, I guess morally speaking, it's like if you are feeling so confined and trapped and whatever and then miserable, break then break it off. You don't cheat. Well, that's not the way to get to yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly not the way <laughs> that's to That's what it is, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so it just, yeah, I don't know. Right. Michael's going to be in hot water, though. Yeah, I imagine. <coughs> How about Bilal and Shida? Ugh. So... Shida's acting like at this point that she's done holding back. You know, she's mm-hmm. going to let this bastard have it. Yep. And you're talking about the baby and Bilal's the same old bullshit. We need a strong foundation. It's like, you're married. Yeah. Like, why did you get married to someone you didn't have a strong foundation yeah. with? That, that's stu- that's a bullshit excuse. And I really liked kind of like the symbolism in a way that this pretzel is that both of them were carrying around forever. And, and it they just, thought it was going to be really good, but yeah, then she and was then, shit. then they eventually toss it, but they still hold, held on to it for a really long time after she took her first bite and was like, this is gross. Yeah. I was like, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like your marriage here. And, exactly. But then back to that, what you were saying of, um, you know, the, the good, the foundation and this and that. It's like, I understand Bilal wanting to be married for a little bit, like how he says, like just you and me for a little bit before we throw another, because I, I, I mean, I don't have kids, nor am I married, but. I'd imagine, obviously, it seems pretty clear that the dynamic of a marriage would change once oh, you throw a newborn in there. So, See, I would agree with that uh, 99 out of 100 times. The problem is she's got a very strict timeline. That's what I was going to say. It's like this is a unique so situation. So that changes things yeah. very, you know. Yeah. Usually, yeah, you should enjoy marriage without kids first. You should take some time. My wife and I had two years without kids, and it was, it was you know, it was fine, you know. She's got a very strict deadline here. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like that makes it unique. And it's like, dude, Bilal, you need to accept the the unique situation you are in. I mean, ideally, yeah, you, you wouldn't be a bad guy for wanting more time of just being with your wife. But you know your wife's situation. You know one yeah, of newer needs beforehand. He's probably banking on. He doesn't want kids. He doesn't yeah. want more kids, and he's banking on that. Yeah. And he's trying to say, oh well, we should just spend time husband and wife for a couple of years, and then and then have kids. Yeah. Until it's then too he late. knows yeah. it'll be too late. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what makes it shitty too, and hard to be on his side at all because that's how I feel. I feel like I feel like he is purposely running out the clock. Right. And, exactly. And and that and that's not. And cool. it's just, he turns around and gets all manipulative. He's like, nothing I do is good enough for you. Yeah. He's like, dude, you were there at the doctor's office, and you know how important this is to her. Yeah. She's told you many, many times yeah. since you first started dating how important this is to you. So it's like, it, you know, anything less than making a baby, it, it, no, it's not going to be good enough. Yeah. And no amount of material things is going to substitute for that. Right, because there, there is no replacement for motherhood. It, right. You know, if that's if, what you If that's want. what you want, Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just you can give her the nicest helicopter rides and date nights ever. Yeah, doesn't she, matter, she dude. Still she wants, she wants a, baby. a fucking baby. Yep. So he's a piece of shit. He looks like Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> and uh, well, that just about does it for this edition of Big Ed's Neck. We got a four-part tell-all uh, a coming four up. Four-part tell-all. So you guys aren't through with us yet. You got four like more a weeks of this. Root canal with no no sort of anesthesia. Yeah. I but it's going to be interesting, fucking... uh, maybe, because it's going to be some off time, some some down t- uh, The clip of uh, of Jovi and Andre, Andre. That'll be interesting. Like, I, like I'm looking forward to that, because I, I forget what it was exactly, but... but so, like, do you ever think, it's, you're the problem? Yeah, and he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he, like, blows like, up instantly. Kinda. Like, you're yeah, kind of. Proving my point here, bro. I mean, like, right so, now, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to those behind-the-scenes things that are a little bit more behind-the-scenes than just, like, well, behind you know the what? curtain. They always tease it. They always tease, yeah, like... and then the, it's lame. They give you the biggest blow-up, like... 
clips from the tell-all, and it's like it's a four-part tell-all. This is going to be like a six-hour thing. Yeah. And you're probably seeing the best of it in like a, a five-second clip. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the rest of it's just going to be a bunch of bullshit and Sean not asking the right questions. As usual. You know, just kind of fluffing everyone on there. Well, let's, well, let's be hopeful. Wishful thinking. We shall see. But until next time, guys, uh, happy holidays and, uh, you know, New hey, Year, whatever. Lahayim, whatever your thing is. Whatever your thing is, celebrate it and whatever. Have fun. Some people probably just stay home all day and jerk off, and God bless them. <laughs> so. Oh, goodbye!